You know what they say about people like you, don't you? Boom, They say your talk is cheap, cheap, you talk is cheap, you talk is cheap, cheap, you talk They say your eyes are shifting and denying This is WexCast, the podcast series from the Wexner Center for the Arts at The Ohio State University. I'm Melissa Starker, PR and Content Manager for the Wex. For the 2018 edition of the Columbus Arts Fest, the Wex will be taking over the bicentennial stage between Rich and Main Street on Saturday, June 9th from 3 to 6 p.m. On the lineup is a wildly eclectic mix of Ohio-grown music, including Mark Lomax II, Eddie Bayard and DJ Crate Digger, Teague, Future Nuns, and the band you just heard, Hugs and Kisses, who'll take the stage on Saturday at 3.35. Fronted by Donnie Monaco and Jakati Soames, who recently performed at the WEX as part of the Flyover Fest, Hugs and Kisses is a frequently hilarious, occasionally profane, always inspired mashup of music, comedy, and performance art. I've been a fan for years, and I plan to talk to Donnie and Jakati about what they do for this WEX cast. Until I found out they have a longtime friend in the center's lighting supervisor, Sonia Baidia, so we decided to surprise them with a guest interviewer. Starting with how they met, Sonia, Jakati, and Donnie talk influences, collaborators, and how each Hugs and Kisses set works like a three-act play. That's before the conversation devolves into a conceptual rumination on the most acceptable uses of dirt. The blog post for this podcast at wexarts.org slash blog has links to the band's Facebook and Instagram pages if you'd like to hear more. For now, here's Sonia, Donnie, and Jakati. And just as a warning, this podcast is not recommended for children. Hello, this is Sonia Baidia, and today I have the pleasure of chatting with two people that I've known for a really long time. Um, and they've managed to get themselves quite known in Columbus. Uh, I have the members of Hugs and Kisses, Donnie Monaco. Hey. And Jakati Soames. Hello. Hello, guys. Hello. I'm so happy to be here with you guys today. Mm. I'm very excited to be here with this you is, too. This is great. <laughs> like it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. So, Hugs and Kisses has been around for I have no idea how long. Well, we just been so. about. 400 years. Yeah, I feel like it has been 400 years. But the funny thing is, is that I met you two at close to the same time frame in my life Mm -hmm. and never knew that you guys knew each other. You guys were doing different things and like secretly you guys have always known each other to me. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. So Donnie, my first encounter with you Uh um, was when I worked at the City Center Mall. Oh, I remember that. And you were working with people that worked with me at the mall with the bravado, I believe. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, so I don't know, would you like to talk about some of the bands and endeavors that you've been in up until this whole Hugs and Kisses thing, or even while Hugs and Kisses was happening secretly? Well, the best way to... Uh, describe those years was I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Do you remember? I saw you. I met Jakati on my 21st birthday. 
Okay. So last year. Okay, so last year. That yesterday was my birthday, dude. That's messed up. Anyway, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that because it's not my birthday, and I don't want a bunch of things in my mailbox about happy birthday, Don. So anyway, uh, no, no, no. So I did theater. I met Jacotti on at a at a place where some of my theater, the people I toured with, mm-hmm. I toured with a theater yeah. company for like seven years, mm-hmm. okay? I met Jacotti early on in that thing on my 21st birthday, and I knew, I just knew watching him perform, I knew, like, he was my guy. I knew it. You were the guy. Yeah, in, in, well, in, I was there, too. And <laughs> so wait, what theater? Because I, I mean, I do theater. Yeah, That's yeah, what I yeah. do here. Yeah, and yeah. I kind of remember us talking about this. Yeah, I remember. But like, what? Who did you work for? What I worked doing? for a guy named James H. Chapman. Oh, Ask me what happened to him. What happened to he him? He was murdered by his son. What's going on with that? Is that here? Was this local? It's, yes. That was yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Have you done it's a song crazy. about it? Have I done a song about James H. Chapman being yeah. murdered by his son? Yeah. I may have. I don't know. Subconsciously. <laughs> yeah. Sort of a, I mean, it's a tragic thing, but I, no one expects that that story's going to end like that. No. So I always well, I mean, you like can't that. plan that stuff. So. And Jacotti knew him. That's how me and Jacotti started working together. So we I see, yep. I see, I, I love telling this story. And a lot of times I tell this story to Jacotti mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And we tell it back and forth because yeah. we, we... I would love to hear his version, then I want to tell you my version. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so... You're not the son, are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> not this time around. Not this time. I might be the son. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, I met him. Uh, I knew when I saw him because I didn't... I didn't... I, I just knew, like, the way he was performing, it was more he would perform... Like a, an, you know, he was an artist. Mm-hmm. He was a performing artist, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that you could do that. I see. I thought that in order to play live music at that time, you had to have a guitar and sing songs. Right. And when I saw Jacotti, my mind was like, oh man, it was like I saw. Uh, you know how like Axl Rose would have Slash mm-hmm. and they'd have Tommy Lee and Nikki Six and there was always like a partner guy. Right. And that was Jacotti for me. I saw him and I said to myself, that's who I need to be with, man. So there's just a sparkle moment. Yeah. Yeah. And my 21st birthday. And then a couple years later, that James H. Chapman guy employed his group at the time, a group mm-hmm. called Ill Atmospherics. Uh-huh. Have you ever heard of them? I have. So Ill Atmospherics. There's Jacotti. And uh, I just, just to and, be there. and that was just it. Then we have haven't stopped working together. This makes since. me think that I have met you in those other settings, and I just didn't know you were there. Yeah, maybe. Um, um yeah, that's funny too because yeah, you were around for a lot of those snaps and taps days. Yeah, like the very very beginning. Well, that that comes to you. So I met you at a snaps and taps show with uh, the Deadly Toothpaste, and that was my first encounter with you. And yeah, that was my first band I was ever in. <laughs> Deadly Toothpaste. It was a pretty fantastic band too. Oh, beautiful time. Um, Loved it. Uh, so you know, Derek of uh, Deadly Toothpaste. Deadly Toothpaste. Would, you know, rent the spot out for his birthday parties or whatever. Yeah. I would do the shows. Uh, my other buddy ran the spot. He was the bartender there. Mm-hmm. And he would always say, you need to come down here and do your own thing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what I'm <laughs> even doing. 
So I go down there to play a show, and I'm, I got my little keyboard set up and everything, and I'm sitting there and playing, and I, they're all instrumental, so I have no words. I don't know how to sing. I don't know how to do anything yeah. but just play instrumentals with the keyboard that I'm not playing in front of me. I'm just playing songs <laughs> off of it. So I'm sitting there, and I was just thinking, uh, you know, this is kind of boring. I don't know if anybody else is having fun, but this is not fun to me. Yeah. And at the time, nobody was showing up. So it was like, and I'm opening for it. This is how I uh, got in the band, Ill Atmospheric. So I'm open for Ill Atmospheric. Mm-hmm. Oh, you so, were, so you originally, you weren't in it? No. Oh, uh, great. No, I was just kind of there before, because it was kind of like uh, upscale. It was before uh, Ill Atmospheric was even... Uh, Infinite, come to think of, is another group called Charles Cooper Quartet, which mm. a lot of amazing musicians came out of that. You got Charles Cooper, you got Daniel Goins, you got the B Jazz, man, so many, of Liquid Crystal Project. Mm. So that, I mean, that was like a spotting era for a lot of things. So anyway, I'm opening it for those guys, and I'm doing my thing. Nobody ever shows up, and if they do, they're not really paying attention. <laughs> so I decide... Why don't I just do what I would do at home, which is like just make up stories about <laughs> what was actually happening? Because in my head, I'm thinking of the stories. So I was like, I'll just act them out. Who's gonna stop me? There's nobody here. So I'm just doing my thing or whatever. Then you know, a few weeks later, whatever. That's when Donnie comes in and he introduces himself, and I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And then uh, a few years pass. Maybe it wasn't even that long. Maybe a few months. End up. Uh, uh, the drummer of Charles Cooper Quartet, uh, Los, Chuck Carlos Fisher, yep. started El Atmospherics, recruited me to play. Then uh, El Atmospherics was doing a thing with James Chapman. Mm. That's when I saw Donnie again. Mm. I saw Donnie, he says to me, he says, all right, we're going on tour in two months for two, two weeks. And I was like, okay, sounds great. Two months comes up. I've got a new job. Just got the new job. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, we're ready to go on tour. Are you ready? I'm like, all right, let's go. I told my job, well, uh, I know I'm about to start, but I'm going to go on tour in two weeks once I start. With him? Yeah. With but you him. guys hadn't done anything? We no. were hugs and kisses. We were bravado. We were bravado Everybody yeah. in bravado. Oh, so you were in bravado. Wait a yeah. minute. Why there's, do I know not do that? Because there's a rendition of bravado. There's like two versions. Yeah. There's a big six-piece version, yeah. which I didn't even know about. What yeah. part of and then we broke it down. They broke it down to three pieces. It was uh, me, Donnie, and Seth Massey. And Seth would stand oh. up and play drums and guitar at the same time. Yeah. Recorded Donnie's backing tracks, much like we do in uh, Hugs and Kisses. And I'd play the uh, bass lines. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, Because I knew Adam and Barry. Oh, yeah. And, well, that was like yeah. all the people that were well, Barry, Barry got married and left town. Yeah. And then they needed a singer. But I was from upstate New York yeah. and I couldn't sing like Mick Jagger <laughs> I've, you know what I mean it's just silly to see like a Lebanese guy from New York <laughs> dancing around like moves like Jagger I thought it was awesome yeah he liked it but he that was the, he's always the voice of, of trying to pull me out of the dumps that's him man <laughs> that but you guys have both really distinct awesome voices so it's it, it, it works because you know for whatever you've done like it's just you know you have a different person and it's definitely a different person you have too many people that sound the same it's just now I was same. thinking about this just the other day it's like how Diane and I are both creative and we are our own entities mm-hmm. within ourselves but we're able to work together yeah. and like amplify each other's 
uh, powers and abilities. I think I think that really helps in terms of like being creative and and just like oh, it's amazing because so you get stuck fun. in your own way, you know, and then mm-hmm. it's hard to to get outside that box and do other things. So, mm-hmm. so then, so bravado happened, and then yeah, we, so how did how did hugs and kisses come by? Like, how did you guys? How did this conversation start, oh, or how did it progress to getting to this? Because this is was was not like what a bravado show was like no. at all. Mm-hmm. No, it was. I remember it very vividly. Do you want to tell this one? Well, the for the we the germ happened when we were on the road mm-hmm. a bunch because we started acting exactly the way that hugs and kisses is. We are hugs and kisses all the time, all, all the time. <laughs> I can understand that. So then I would sing. We talk about something serious, and then we think about something like it happening, and we started doing voices and characters and. The whole emotions of it. Yeah. So then there came a point where Donnie was like, "Well, I'm moving back to New York." <laughs> I was like, "Because that's the end of bravado." And just after that, Donnie was like, "I don't know what I'm gonna do. I guess I'm moving back to New York." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that sucks. All right, I guess I'll see you when I see you. And I thought that was the end of it. I was like, "God, man, that's how is this possible?" I spent like all this time on the road with this team. Yeah. We had amazing conversations. Mm-hmm. And then it was over. Turns out he didn't end up moving. Oh, I've never heard that before for you guys either. <laughs> and he hits me up. I go over there to hang out. He's like, all right, I got this idea. Check this out. He plays a song to me. It's one of Hugs and Kisses songs. And it has that same tone that Hugs and Kisses has right now. And I was listening to it. And my reaction, I was just, for a like, good five seconds, I didn't say anything. And then I just busted out laughing. I was like, I don't know if that was supposed to be funny, but that's hilarious. Man, that's so good. It's like, because it's like something very serious. Like, he's like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I don't know what's going on. But this was a recording. Yeah, just a recording. This is like the bare bones. Bare I still hope you still have that. Or one of you I think that's floating around somewhere. But yeah, since he said that, he's like, all right, and I want to start a band. I was like, I'm in. That's it. I'm in. I'm completely sold. That was it, man. And we were like, because I live, still do, over by where he used to live with uh, Sean and all those guys. Yeah, Sean, Chad, Matt. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. The Forestry House. Okay. I was going to say 17th or something. So we were were together all the time. Yeah. Up late. We recorded nonstop. We still do it, but it's only like, you know, a couple weeks before a show. We get together all every day, but... Yeah, man, those are great times. That's awesome. So, I mean, when you guys started this, like, I mean, did you guys have a plan? Did you not really have a plan? Are the things that you said, like, okay, well, these are the things I want to do, or these are the things I don't want to do, or it was just kind of like whatever happens, happens? Uh, we learned as we went. Yeah. And saw it was just a matter of being practical, Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Every act to this day, that's all we do is be practical. Yeah. As crazy as he's gotten, it's still the best we can do with what we got. <laughs> and did you see it going on for this long? Like, we wanted to, like a we dreamed of having cartoons. And stuff. Yeah, that was the home for our music. Yeah, and then we couldn't do that. So we decided, well, let's just perform the cartoons. Oh, well, see, that's an interesting thing. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And then we're like, yeah, we're wearing masks and stuff, you know, get more into it. And then we realized, like, 
It's like ridiculous trying to see you in a microphone with a mask. So vocals. <laughs> That's actually one of the questions that I had was, um, what uh, I've been actually wanting to ask you guys for a long time. This um, with all of the characters that you guys have on stage with you. Are there, I mean, I know that you guys have a lot of collaborations, and that's something I want to ask you guys, too, but um, the things that you make, the set pieces, there's tons of set pieces, costume pieces, masks, just cost, anything that happens on stage, there tends to be a lot of it. So are you guys making that yourself? Are you oh, guys yeah. getting other people on? Well, now we, have, we do have some very, very special people that sing with us to make it. So uh, let me just drop their names because I love them so much. Yeah. Micah Carter, mm-hmm. Sylvie Mix, my wife Samantha. She doesn't need a last name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you my wife's last name. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> my social security <laughs> number is. I mean, instrumental is the word Chicati uses. And these, it, Micah Carter and Sylvie Mix are. Uh, probably the most important thing to how good we've gotten. I mean, really, they are so passionate and, and generous. They give us uh, so much talent. I mean, remember that dancing cow last night, the oh, other night? Goodness. Micah was a dancing cow? Come so these on, are people man. on stage with you, too. Yeah, I mean, they're actors, they're singers, they, I mean, and, they collaborate, right? And they're, yeah, and they're willing to put up with our, just how we tend to create. We do a lot of things, probably a little bit more last minute than we should, but they, like, they keep pace with us. They don't get frustrated with us. We run into any issues, man. They're right, and we're like freaking out or whatever. They're all like, "Calm down, we got this." (laughs) Yeah, it's like it's like we. It's here's a good one. It's like Jacotti and I are the kids in the back seat, and they're in the driver's seats. <laughs> and we're jumping around. Yeah, like we're like, is it going to be, we're going to be Mr. Zoo? Mama, you going to miss a, the zoo? Do you find the turn for the zoo? And they just roll with it. Yeah, and Jacotti's like, exit, Jacotti's looking at the map. He's like, exit five, it's only, mom, it's exit five, you just drove past six. They're going backwards. <laughs> the, the exits go backwards when you're going this way. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. That's a great analogy. That's that's pretty much it. That's, like, just just calm down. We'll get there. It's going to be fine. Are you sure? We've been driving for a while. <laughs> Are you sure we're going to make it to the... Are we still going to the zoo? <laughs> Who else? Is there anybody else? Well, there's Nick Tolford, mm-hmm. who's our music guy. Like, okay. he to grab him musically and then Eva Ball mm-hmm. Eva Ball collaborated with us is so important when she came and brought her talent I mean you're talking about puppet making set making I mean she just stepped it up like she made us feel it felt like something that we could actually I mean it's hard Our to describe is we could pull them off yes like we didn't have to worry about their own you know Whittling our ideas down so mm. much because she can actually do these. I things. know. Yeah, and man. you guys were talking about how you wanted to make it a cartoon and stuff. Yeah, and she can. Tur- she with her mind, it was like this is it with Micah and Sylvie, and then Micah and Sylvie brought oh, Eva man. in. Mm-hmm. Um, Topher was singing with us. I mean, when we were for the first Confess show, when we yeah. did smooth yeah. it out and all that exactly. stuff. So. Uh, to have him as far as like he's he's a they asked Nick to uh, uh, sing the national anthem 
they said at the at a crew game. That's how good he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a pro. So we have him on that aspect, and then of course Jacotti's. You know, he's a genius when it comes to. I mean, he's a genius. He's the coolest dude I know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we got those two musical um, input. Yeah, but without none of that matters if you ain't got Donnie. It's like having a tree with no. You just being leaves only. Who can do anything with just leaves? Donnie is the tree. <laughs> that's all. What a sweet Solid. thing he said. That is very oh, sweet. Oh, man, yeah, that's oh, awesome. Goodness. Yeah. This I'm going to make a little so tree stump for you guys. Oh, and make that's it so sweet. Donnie on this. That's super cute. And we'll probably break up after this. No, don't Band say that. Break up. That was a very cute up. thing to say. That made we're me feel warm and cuddly inside, too. We're going to make a tree stump and be like, and then you pee on it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. Wow. <laughs> right there. Right there. <laughs> these are, are these people helping you with, like, creating this stuff, or is this part of the collaborations of, like, well, we the do, music or whatever? We do brainstorming, and me and Jacotti throw a story back and forth. Mm-hmm. He gets up and paces, and then I get up and pace, and we tell the story back to each other, and then eventually yeah. we have Do you guys story. record all this? Is there, like, just footage of Man, there'd be too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a process. And it's kind of, it's interesting. Now, as it's gone along, it's kind of a smoother process. I don't know, smooth is not quite the right word. But it's like, uh, it's just, I've noticed it's taken a, quite a long time. Uh, quite an amount of time to get that comfortability going mm-hmm. like where we can just freely flow we're not neither one of us is worried about stepping on another one's toes mm-hmm. yeah. shooting somebody's yeah. idea down we don't even care about that mm-hmm. if, if we say like so say blah blah blah, blah and he's like no no it's like okay yeah you're right that is stupid and then we'll go into the next thing we just keep going back and forth like that till it just whittles down into this cohesive story like and you'll know because it'll just click together we'll just come into place and boom mm-hmm. got it. yeah there's always something. So Micah, Carter, and uh, Sylvie Mix will all hang out. Jacotti will all hang out, and we'll talk about all this serious stuff, like family members dying, and what are we going to do if this happens? Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, that's horrible. And then somebody says, oh, when I was a kid, this horrible thing happened to me. And then we... Uh, we sort of as we're working through it yeah we're, we're making a show like all these little things yeah that's a good point you know yeah. that's how we start the whole so there's a lot process. of life stuff we just oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's all real it's all real yeah. I mean it's just a you know it's just absurd characters it's so if you talk about abuse or being groomed for abuse or you know uh, you know like it's death in the family I'm trying to think yeah. of things all these things are real. We bring all that up. It's mm-hmm. like we're all our each other's therapist mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll pop out and manifest this way to like uh, uh, animal in a petting zoo. You know what I mean? So there's always this correlation to yeah. these things and just a way of unfolding things and looking at them and making them digestible, basically. Yeah. It's for everybody, really. Interesting. So, so this actually, this is probably something I should have asked in the beginning, but... Um, I mean, I've seen a lot of shows, and I've seen, and I know you guys too, but, like, 
I've seen it manifest itself in multiple different ways, especially some of the side stuff that you've done too. If if somebody was to come along and wants to go see a Hugs and Kisses show and didn't know anything about you guys, like I don't know if you at the at the very beginning of this, I didn't really introduce you guys as a band or you know music or rap or performance art. I didn't really give you guys a tag, but like how. Because sometimes, it's, for me, it's really hard to be like, oh, well, they're this. Mm-hmm. I can't really classify you as anything. You guys are your own, like, thing. But, like, how would you describe yourself to somebody that has no idea? I don't know, man. We just <laughs> let somebody else do it. Yeah. All right. I guess the quick label, and you tell us if this works, the quick label we came up with is a Theater Performance Band. So whatever that means to somebody. Just cover it all. I mean, that's the literal term. Yeah. What we do, so. I don't know what else to tell people. Yeah. You know what theater is. You know what performance. You know what a band I mean, it's hard for me to because you also don't know what you're walking into, you know, when you come see a performance. There are times where it sometimes it seems more serious. There's times where it's just all really funny. There's sometimes where there's more music. There's sometimes where there's a lot more um, collaboration and stuff like that. So it's sometimes it's like you just never know what you're. So how get. would you describe it? So. <sighs> I mean, I think I say the same thing. A lot of times I'll say performance art, but there's music. Um, oh, that's simple. No. Why don't you just say that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the genre, that genre is so years. huge. That genre is so huge. That, it still means performance art can mean anything. You know, it still means. So many things and still not enough information. I, I so, mean, Jigani and I are kind of shy about that. You know, it's, like it's hard to well, just maybe you don't have to lo- label it. Yeah, like be introspective and call it something. Yeah, I mean, I think it's easy. Like when you guys are at festivals and stuff like that, it's a little bit easier to approach, I guess. But like when somebody goes to like Ace of Cups and they're mm-hmm. thinking they're going to go see a band and it's totally not what they see, they're Sorry, just like. <laughs> It is what it is. I would say most people are still very entertained, regardless. So. Yeah. So uh, to spawn off of that, is there anything of the Arts Fest that people are going to see you at? Is there anything that you want to give them of what they might be expecting after that last question? So, mm. Or do you not want to give anything? No. I mean, here's what I always say. I always say we call ourselves a theatrical performance band. Because we sing songs for people to listen to. Mm-hmm. And then we throw on our costumes and we put on a miniature three-act play. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> I mean, that's all I could say to, you know, uh, and I don't, I don't like being told to dance at a show. No one even watches dancing and starts dancing. They stand still and mm-hmm. watch it. Right. So, well, in Columbus. Well, I mean, <laughs> I you know, I just I I don't I don't like being forceful with an audience yeah. like that. So I would rather them sit back and take a second to be quiet for them for their own ears. Mm-hmm. And now we play with all different kinds of oh, bands. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah, mm-hmm. different environments as well. Yeah. My favorite, absolute favorite is when we're doing long pauses, especially when it gets serious. Mm-hmm. And you can hear a period drop. Uh, Love that. That's how we know it's a good show, yeah. man. Because people are paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. And they just get, you know. And then our music, too. We don't play music that we want. We don't play. I mean, it's nice when somebody, we have a group of people that actually know some of the lyrics. That's awesome. If it happens naturally. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that our type of music lets people do that without, you know, I mean. So without being, you know, too directed yeah. in what to do. So are you, are you saying that, like, there's a lot of improv in there, too? Would you say there's a lot of improv or no? It's the it's the livest you can be with a pre-recorded uh, yeah. voice. It's a nice mix. Yeah. It's a crazy mix. Yeah. Would you guys like to sample some for us right now? Would you like to try to do anything live? Oh, no. 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 You're going to keep that in your pocket? That. <laughs> I can't do that. No one will show up. They'll think, oh, like, oh it's just that. that. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I mean, still show yeah. up. I think you're wrong about that, but... You don't have to, so that's totally fine. Um, do you guys want to talk about any of the other stuff that you've done? Because, like I said earlier, you I know that the past things that you have worked on, and I know that you're doing a lot of video stuff. I've seen mm-hmm. a bunch of videos in the last two or three years, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, two or three years, um, that you have a bunch of video stuff that you're working on. Is that anything to do with Hugs and Kisses? That seems more like a your thing, but... Is well, yeah, I mean, Jakati works on that. Okay. I mean, I don't, I just can't, yeah, I mean, I use Hugs and Kisses music in my videos, mm-hmm. and my music sounds like Hugs and Kisses. Yeah. And Jikati, well, like you said, you know, it's you, it's, it's like, you guys, so. Yeah, I, I can't see working with somebody for so long, like Jakati said about um, being apprehensive to tell somebody the truth. It takes years to be that comfortable around each it other. It does. So why am I going to throw all that away because I'm, I've got a cartoon, goofy video? You know, I'm not going to say, oh, this is mine. I don't want you on mm-hmm. this thing, you know? It's just crazy to yeah. me. Yeah. But, uh... Talk so about the video. Yeah, talk about the video. Well, the videos are uh, really similar to Hugs and Kisses in, in the sense that it's painful things to think about, mm-hmm. but it's just these awful, awful characters, disgusting characters. I hate all their guts. <laughs> I hate all of them. Anyways, they can watch all my videos at um, Donnie Monaco of Hugs and Kisses, and that's on my Instagram. It's all on Instagram. I cut things up to a minute, and there's so you could if you look in the stuff on YouTube you'll see which things Jakati worked on and Jakati helps me edit all yeah. the time we sit on my couch yeah, late and he, talk about it, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's nice to have you know extra ears and extra eyes on stuff yeah man I mean it's not even I mean there was a hiatus oh yeah yeah oh man the hiatus yeah damn that was crazy yo it's okay so somewhere between the beginning of the band cause if you noticed there's like a huge gap in between when the record came out and when we started uh, recently playing and doing like, cause there's uh, actually a set of fans who knew us from before. There's a whole new set of fans who know us from now. And uh, in that interim, uh, I took a lot, a little hiatus, you know, to get things together, family stuff, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, kind of a little bit part of ways like they went off and they I couldn't go out of town at the time uh, and then they you know they were growing and getting bigger and uh, at the time it was me uh, Donnie and Fonzie Alfonso Davis of uh, Left Handed Sophie Comics mm. so and he's out there still doing his thing it's amazing he's got a band now called The Slimmies which I that's why I got to play on the bill with him and I didn't even know he's going to be at the show I oh, showed wow. up and then he was just there. I was like, what? <laughs> they did their thing. It's so much fun. They sing pop songs, American pop songs. And 
this madness. And uh, so anyway, he and Donnie went off to get on the road and do their thing. They continued on. Next thing I hear, I think I'm like sitting at home. This is before the days of even uh, Facebook. Somebody tells me through, I can't remember, maybe MySpace. MySpace. But yeah, they're down at playing at uh, the Summit, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to check them out. <laughs> I go in there. First thing I see, Fonzie's on the mic. He's doing this thing. Uh, I think, yeah, Donnie's on the, in, on the stage beating his head on this trash can. Like, <laughs> and he's singing this stuff. And then they're holding up his banner and says, nigger lover. So I was like, first, my first impression, I see this thing. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. I was like, oh my goodness, I want to be a part of this so bad. And then, so I, I look at them, they look at me on the stage, and they give me a little nod, heads up. So I was like, sweet, it's on. First thing I do, I go up there, I rip down the banner, like, rip it down, all these people were just kind of already watching the show, kind of like in awe of what's even happening. They see me do that, and they're all getting like, oh my goodness, Jakati's, he hates this band. And I was like, and I get on the mic, I was like, I said something ridiculous like uh, I was like this is some fucking bullshit this is all bullshit and if you're if you like this you're fucking bullshit too I think I remember this actually I get off the stage and from there it was like a firestorm like for years I didn't I keep hearing back that about that later they were like oh my goodness you were so furious I was like what oh wait no no I was just making I was just the show. It's crazy how that unfolded. I think I kind of remember that. And from I that, I don't know if I was. Well, if you don't it. remember, it's in the papers. I definitely heard about it. If I didn't, I yeah. I think I. From yeah, all sensory friends. overload was the little thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was crazy that we even got in the paper. That was nuts. The whole thing was crazy the because Fonzie and I. Uh, I mean, it was like a one-time thing, just a videotape, and I have <laughs> this event on tape. Yes. So it's a one-time thing to we say, this is what we're going to do. We're going to blah, 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 blah. Because Fonz and I came up with this idea that he would draw a fictional band just in the background of Left-Handed Sophie, and that's what they were going to be called. Yeah. And I would make music, and it would, like, someday we'll have an animated thing for Left-Handed Sophie with this offensive band, you know, sort of parodying punk bands and all that stuff. Well... This event happens. We do this show, and people start asking us to play. As <laughs> and and Christopher writes an article about it. <laughs> totally unexpected. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they wrote an article about it just for us changing our name. It was crazy. It was crazy, man. It was a one-off crazy thing, and it was like a prank. And then as oh man, you want to play uh, this place? We say yeah, okay, sure. I'll just bash my head with a oh, trash can wherever and it was I go. Amazing. <laughs> and even those shows were like, so cool. <laughs> like they were wild. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, man. And then I mean, the other part of it was we thought that we thought we're an obscure band. The best we can hope for is that somebody finds us in twenty years. And says, oh, what happened to these guys? And we just thought of the story. We wanted to write the story of Hugs and Kisses. Say, whatever happened to these idiots? Oh, they changed their name to something totally inflammatory, tore up a stage, and bashed their head with a trash can. Like, it would be crazy, the legend of this band, because all the great bands, they always, and neither one of us, yeah, they always end 
abruptly, but Jagati and I don't like drugs to overdose, and we don't like suicide because we like living. So you got to write a new story. So we had to just change the name to that, and we just thought of let's sacrifice it. Yeah. So then you guys came back, though, to Hugs and Kisses. How did we start? Oh, I think we started again because I looked around and, like, our records were still being sold for a decent price, like, 10 years later. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we got to do it again. Like, we're having too much fun. And we had been doing stuff in the background. We hadn't really thought of performing at all. Yeah. But... Like, we just got to give it a shot. So what we did, we, we just kind of reinvented it. Mm-hmm. Like, started from scratch. We just started doing open mics, which was very fun because we come in there like total professionals, but they don't know us from anything. And they're just looking at us we're on stage. We, and we didn't really have, we just had a couple songs that we uh, practiced. I would play, he would sing, play harmonica. And we'd just get up there and just banter back and forth and play our songs. And people were just like, oh, my goodness, you guys are amazing. You should start a band. <laughs> so. <laughs> so good, man. <laughs> so good. We had so much fun together, man. And the best parts of us playing together are those late dri- driving home at night, the empty downtown, and us talking about all the shit we screwed up. <laughs> oh, yeah. We love it. We love it, man. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah. I guess that's how you learn, too. <laughs> a lot of screwing up. We learned up. so much. We learned, <laughs> there was lots to be learned. We learned it. Yeah. Well, I think we got on a tangent there, but I did have a question for you about oh. some of the stuff that you're doing on the side, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love it, though. I'll fly back and forth from Atlantic Club with Duco, do a couple shows there. Uh, to here is probably like uh, maybe a couple days to a week or a month, but I'll be gone for years on that planet. Time shifts. It's a little thing. It happens. But, um, yeah, sometimes I come back here and do some solo stuff. Uh, I did produce an album that was a, recently that was about some of my adventures. So, yeah, and that's available on Bandcamp under uh, Jakati Soames on Bandcamp. Yeah, hey, we got the we got the presence of you here too ourselves at the Flyover Festival. That was pretty awesome. Uh, um, yeah, that was super awesome. I, guess I was, yeah, that was a quite an honor to grace that stage. It's something that ever since I saw that stage, I've always wanted to be on it. I didn't know how I was going to get there, but it happened. And in true fashion of how to do everything. I decided if I'm going to get on that stage, I'm going to do everything I ever wanted because this might be my last time. And so if I'm in the middle of it, no one can stop me at that point. They can maybe like maybe not give me another chance to do it again. But this time, it's happening right now. So I basically went up there and uh, set up all my gear but proceeded to just tell jokes, knock-knock jokes and you know, or uh, one-off puns because I would really love to do that, torture the audience a bit. Um, you were there for the lights. That was amazing how you set up the lights. I got to crawl up from the back of the stage, <laughs> all red in an all red robe, and move like some kind of alien. And then also I got to uh, pump the bass up on my analog keyboard. You definitely did that. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yes, it was working. I was rattling people's bones. And it was, I mean, it was an honor and a pleasure. You know, I think everybody who was involved, uh, so many people. Uh, let me even try to start. Oh, first off, Adam 
freaking uh, um, Adam Elliot. Adam Elliot, yes. He played on a Hugs and Kisses song. He, Did he? Yeah. 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 So yeah. sensitive. He's playing mm-hmm. on that song. Yep, that's him on the drums. Nice. All right, go on. I'm sorry. No, I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah, Adam Elliot hooked it up. Uh, and I can't pronounce his last name, but Lane. Chiplinski. Lane Chiplinski. Also, I think he's very uh, visionary and a staple to this, uh, you know, whole culture that's, start, that's happening right now. It's beautiful. It's a wonderful thing. You guys are doing here at the Wex. I hope you have one day you have hugs and kisses on that stage. That would oh, be amazing. That'd be amazing. That would be amazing. I mean, we kind of do because <laughs> yeah. we have the Arts Fest. Yeah, that's oh, true. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the same folks are involved. Uh, yeah. Well, the first thing I said when I saw Jakati was playing was, man, don't fuck. Don't quit hugs and kisses. Please don't uh, quit <laughs> hugs and kisses. He came into my work. He's like, no way, man. Come on. He gave me a hug. And I was like, please, oh, thank God you're not quitting hugs and kisses. <laughs> but, I mean, he's that he's doing what I saw him do, but this amazing version of what I saw. So if he quits hugs and kisses, I mean, there's always FaceTime and Skype. <laughs> I mean, he's doing the whole threatening to move, too. No, so. but this is part of it. This is the whole thing uh, to me. It's like, uh, let's see, like Jay-Z, Kanye West, all of them, or, or um, Cash Money. One of, one of them makes it, they all make it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Wu-Tang, that's how the way I look at it. Shoot, whoever gets out there first, everybody's coming along. Yeah, you're going to tug them along. Heck yeah. Shoot, I wouldn't be here if it weren't for them, you know. I learned so much from Donnie. So much for Fonzie. It's been an amazing, amazing time. Did, did Fonzie ever actually do a comic? I thought there was a talk about doing a comic. Uh, Hugs and Kisses comic? Yeah. Not per se. Fonz is an artist. Yeah, he's, he's an yeah. artist, artist. He, does, he doesn't do customized things. Well, I have something of his, but I thought that there was talk uh, during one of the independence festivals that you guys... Did we do, we Jagati and I do talk about doing yeah. a Hugs and Kisses talk, comic. Yeah, but I, I think... You know, we shoot it back and forth. We let it grow organically, you know. This is exactly it. This is what we do. Just, just talking. Like, just have this have yeah. an idea like, oh, but that's ridiculous. Like, uh, then we have to kind of get it to a point where it's practical, where it can actually work. Mm-hmm. Just work from there. Because, yeah, think about it on the surface. It's all pretty ridiculous. But is it worth it? Yeah. I mean, you're talking about like a full, like 22 pages that's right. crazy, man. We can't pull that off, the two of us. <laughs> I mean, we can, maybe, but... You maybe got, in 20 years. I mean, yeah. you guys have a mater- enough maybe. material for it, though. Well, we yeah. talked about a brochure size thing that we would just give out for free. And it would be, like, my Photoshop style and his style. Because if you've ever seen Jakati's drawings, they're pretty awesome. Like, he'll he'll do, like, a thing that's, like, freehand mixed with tracing, and it'll be, like, a football player. <laughs> a, a football player running in, you know, on a, a dancing on water. Like, he'll mix it all up. And we thought, why don't we do that? Use the lyrics. It's the dialogue in the comic. And then we said, I'll ah, see you a couple months. Bye. <laughs> Just do a so, calendar. Yeah. Twelve pages for twelve months. Do a calendar. But yeah, we're we're maybe we will when we're seventy. No, yeah. we just have nothing left to do but doodle, and that's all we can do. 
Well, I know that, like, from your video content, you'll definitely get your plethora of bad teeth. I, like, couldn't, I had to stop watching just because there's too many teeth that I just couldn't handle. I was just yeah. like, I can't, I can't watch any more teeth. <laughs> there's a lot of uh, uh, stomach-turning, gut-wrenching things, which I love, personally. I absolutely love it. <laughs> the violence and the Oh, I hate so them all. getting killed with pine cone hands. Get their face smashed in with pine cone hands. Yeah, there you can, there's a limit to how many you can watch in a row. But mm, that not. makes me feel great, guys. <laughs> I still watch them. Well I just can't watch them all in a row. But you know what you're doing, so. <laughs> um, so is there anything that you guys want to, that is coming up that you guys want to talk about? Well, June, June. 9th? June 9th mm-hmm. is a huge day that I could never forget. <laughs> June 8th or 9th. No, it's the 9th. I'm sorry. I got nervous. I looked at you and I thought, oh, no, 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 no. Am I going to say the wrong date? Oh, yeah. And then we're doing Comp Fest. Oh, great. Yeah, June 23rd. Great. That's the day, right? I'm pretty sure it's Saturday. Yep. And that's going to be at 5. That's going to be at 5. At the Performing Arts Stage. Yeah. People have to fight for it. But we are totally stoked about the Us Arts Festival. Oh, I just love telling people we're doing it. I'm so excited. It's, it's awesome. like seems so professional. I know, man. It's amazing. We're so excited about it. I'm excited for thank you. Thank you. On behalf of Hugs and Kisses. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> I actually would like to thank Lady Stark, er, Melissa Starker, for actually letting me do this with you guys. I'm actually very excited that she let me, so. Me too. This is like perfect combo. She didn't tell us that you were here. <laughs> that was, she, you guys did a great job. That surprise happened. We really appreciate that. Well, I was really excited, so I was like, yes. I would really like to call uh, call attention to her and shed light on a subject that I feel like most people either don't know, don't want to know, or try to Push under the rug, and that's dirt. I'm going to talk about dirt. Dirt. What do you have to say about dirt? Some people try to push under the rug. That's not where it belongs. <laughs> it belongs in a trash can. They belongs on the ground for flowers to grow. It, you know, people use dirt in the wrong way. Does it belong in a trash can then? It depends on how dirty the trash can already is. <laughs> if it's a clean trash can, you probably don't want to put dirt in it and get it all dirty. It's true. <laughs> say that's all. What if your name was like Dirt? Oh man, if your name was Dirt, then you're you own everything. Everything's full of dirt. Jacotti is he's one of the leading advocates in the country. Of dirt? Of just making sure dirt goes where it needs to go. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't screw around with rugs, all bumpy rugs and stuff, you know? Yeah. I make sure that the dump trucks are a sufficient size to carry enough dirt, you know. Because, I mean, he can't have them too small. And all the other people in the dirt industry respect the hell out of this guy. I set the standards for dirt on a daily basis. A lot of people don't know that about me. No rugs for Ducati. No, man. I'm not one to sweep dirt under the rug. No, no. That's not me. I'll put it where it belongs, on the ground. I'll I'll work from the ground up. Piles dirt, hills high from the ground up. That's how I work. Yeah. What about the dirt below? Mm. Man. Sometimes, you know, what? You, know you, you got an agenda. 
I just want to know. I want to know more about Jen. I want to know more about somebody that's straight down the middle with us, and you're over here trying to get him. Open at me about this dirt issue. I want to be an informed dirt person. That's what you say, but basically you're just trying to get the dirt on me. That's what That's you're exactly. doing. I can see right through that. You know, there's no mud on my windshield. <laughs> my dirt is on the ground where it belongs. How about yours? Okay. Mm-hmm. I might be anti-dirt. Oh, my oh God. My this you know, I thought over. these If I had a bike on my shirt, I'd throw it on the ground right now. <laughs> slam it on the table. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm offensive. No, it's fine. You know everybody's entitled to their opinion. It's fine, man, but you're, you're the one. Let me put it to you this way. Jakati's the new future of dirt. Jakati is the future, man. He's he the takes future. He takes the future wherever he goes. I can see that. And he ain't, and so you need to stop with your opinions on his dirt. I'm actually totally pumped about his future photo. Oh, that's, Speaking that, of future. That happened in the future already? It happened in the future. Came back oh, to us. Nice. It was beautiful. I saw him start There was no dirt thing. in that, though, so whatever. No, because you know why? Because it didn't belong there. It was where it belonged. Well, I've been advocating for years that nobody wants to talk about, but so whatever. That's are you it. against concrete? Concrete has its place. But we... Top of dirt. Yeah. But it's covering up the dirt. If that's what needs to happen... That's what needs to happen, you know. I'm not against concrete, as long as it's in place. You know, sidewalks, where it belongs. You get that, you get that concrete in the field, then we have a problem. You get concrete in the middle of a field, that's, it doesn't belong there. It doesn't go there. Driveways, sometimes it depends on how long your driveway is and how much traffic you're gonna have on it. Usually you use pavement. If you're really like I am, I have dirt driveways. I, I believe in straight dirt driveways. Steamroll that bug good enough. You don't need no concrete. What about getting out of bed and just sinking your feet into dirt in the that morning? Sounds, that's the best. Like, it's kind of squishy and damp from the dew. Like, because the morning dew gets it just right. It's like powdery squish. Oh, perfect dirt. Love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any commentary on this? I'm just, I'm just. You're just letting the I, When speak. I see Jakati passionate about something, I just get real silent. And I'm just like overwhelmed with, I guess, joy that I know him. I guess an overwhelming sense of peace. I mean, honestly, it's hard to even talk about because these aren't things that you normally say. These are things you feel. And when I hear this man talk about you know, his views on concrete mixing with dirt and fields. All I can think is, man, thank goodness we have a hero, a fighter, a warrior. And that's Jakati Soames, man. If you're going to love the dirt, you're going to have to do the dirt. That was Wexner Center Lighting Supervisor Sonia Baidia and Donnie Monaco and Jakati Soames of Hugs and Kisses. For more Wexcasts, go to wexarts.org slash blog or soundcloud.com slash wexnercenter. And here's more of Hugs and Kisses, playing the bicentennial stage at the 2018 Columbus Arts Fest on Saturday, June 9th at 335.